Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and today we have a special episode. As many of you may have saw yesterday as we're recording this on a Wednesday, we had a Pokemon Presents on August 8th in 2023. And as always, I got my Poke friends here to talk about it and react to it and talk shit because some of it sucks. But also, it's kind of predictable at this point. But to join me to talk about the latest Pokemon Presents, we have Brandon, who's back. Hey, Brandon, how's it going? Hey, dude. It's going really well. Um, and happy to be oh, back. Good. I'm happy to have you back. And to join us for this tripod, this trio of Walking Wake, and we'll, we'll see what Entei is called. Uh, Brian from another vinyl page is back. Brian, how you doing, man? Doing fantastic. Glad to be here. I know I haven't been on in a while, and I haven't seen you in a while, but I'm really happy to be on with Brandon again because I feel like it's been a long time since it's been us three. I don't even remember, been. but I know it's been a long time, and it gives me memories of when we went through all the gens, and that was a lot of fun. That was some of the best episodes ever. I always tell everyone to like go back and listen to those. You know, if you're a Pokemon fan or a Nintendo fan, I think uh, there's some incredible moments in there. I remember when Brandon like had a stroke while he was laughing or something. I, I uh, often think about that moment, how I need to clip it so the whole world can uh, rejoice in how funny that shit is. Uh, but yeah, I think the generation episodes were fun. You know, I, I always think about like the trivia and how like I just put Pokemon's weight on there and it's like, why the fuck would I even know that? So or like the TMs, that was really stupid. But uh, I think TMs were good. I think the only one bad, I know right? off the top of my head is TM1. Isn't it a dynamic punch? I think. It's focus punch, but well, okay. I knew it was a punch. Close enough. <laughs> uh, I think it's well. No, it might be dynamic punch in uh, gold, silver, crystal. Okay, maybe that's focus what punch wasn't a move yet. It was a move in Gen three. I think that's what I'm thinking. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, how's everything been with you guys? Just kind of as as you haven't been on here in a long time. Uh, let's just uh, kind of catch up. How's uh, life treating you guys? Well, I think. Uh... This is the first time I've been on the podcast since I've become certified. I am CompTIA yep. Security Plus certified. So Excellent. anyone who's been listening at home and participating in the journey with us through this, I appreciate everyone's support. Uh, I really couldn't have done it without like my friends and family like supporting me and like you know all that. So really cool. I appreciate everyone's help. Nice. Yeah, there's a a very big deal. Is something you wanted really bad. Definitely wanted to make something happen there and you did of course and you succeeded so that's awesome congrats again and uh ryan what have you been up to been busy man it's been a super busy summer i feel like every weekend i've been like going out and doing something last week i went to the greek theater in la for a show and then directly after the show in la drove to laughlin went out there for a day or two and then yeah, I feel like every weekend it's been something. So it's been an eventful summer and I'm having a great one. So huh? nice, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's always nice to do something different. I'm going to I'm going to Catalina next fucking Thursday and Friday and I can't wait. I'm like super excited. I still have never been to Catalina. I want to. Neither have I. Yeah, that's why I'm like really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, so according to this if i'm not tripping out the last time all of us have been on the podcast together and more specifically to talk about pokemon has been since the launch basically of scarlet and violet november 6 2022 so nice wow it's been a long That's time a long, huh been a long, long time coming 
Yeah, no, it's it's definitely good to be back. I mean, obviously, both of you have been on since then. That's what I did definitely notice uh, as I was scrolling through all this. But uh, yeah, it's good to have you back. Uh, yeah, summer's been great. A lot of stuff going on. Work's been great. Life's been good. Uh, as my cousin Sal, or from Saul's Halls, uh, Saul's Halls, all the balls. He's the number one hauling company in the world. Uh, Saul's Halls, number one. Uh, as he says, I'm on a wave right now, and I'm definitely enjoying that while I can. But instead of letting it go, I'm going to make the wave bigger. So yeah, really fun shit. But uh, let's dive into this. Let's talk about the Pokemon Presents. Uh, just a general just consensus before we dive into each part of it. How's everyone feeling about it? Terrible. Yeah, I, 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 there was nothing that I gave two fucks about, and I hate to just come out be negative, but no. Like I said before the cast, um, most of what they sh- showed was just more information about stuff we already knew. So there wasn't anything that surprised me or blew me away. Yeah, we saw some new Pokemon, cool, but like, I don't know. That's all. The only thing I really took away from it. What about you, Brandon? I was you're pretty away from this. Yeah, you're fading away from the gaming part of this franchise every every day. Um, so you're pretty underwhelmed, huh? Yeah, I'd say underwhelmed for sure. It was pretty cool seeing some of the Pokemon that we'll talk about later because now there's a second Brontosaurus type Pokemon, which is awesome for all the dino nerds out there. And uh, yeah, that's really the best part was that. <laughs> uh yeah i you know we'll definitely get into it as we go uh i think i'm a how'd solid you... what's that how'd you feel about it Ryan? um i mean yeah you know kind of going with like what brian said like all, like literally none of it in terms of what they showed uh categorizes like games you know multimedia some of the stuff shown in scarlet and violet was new no doubt but and you know we'll talk about that too that's going to be the chunk of this but uh i think it i think it just really bothers me still that there's like no new spin-offs being announced that this this franchise essentially is just being wasted on like one project at a time and i i just think it's just a shame you're the highest selling ip in the world like why are we not bringing back either older games for uh the new generation of fans to experience you're right I, I don't think there's anything wrong with like not making something new but the fact that like they didn't even announce any like legends sequel um you know pokemon i mean it's something that we've been talking about for literally like two years now but i just i see the road and how they can make it happen i see the tunnel i want to see the light at the end of it though and we're not there yet but like bringing back xd gale of darkness and coliseum the gba games the gb games like i just don't understand what they're holding out on and we're going to dive into that slowly as this goes on, as we dive into the NSO and GBO games that launched, which is another frustrating point, which I'll dive into. But uh, yeah, I would say I'm like a solid six out of 10 because, you know, I am going to consume probably most of this content. Like I'm going to watch any of the animated stuff with Miles, my nephew. Uh I am going to watch that with him like he loves Pokemon. So I, I am excited to like watch that with him and see how excited he gets to see some of his favorite Pokemon. That's fun. Uh, Scarlet and Violet. I don't hate the games. I am you know disappointed with the performance of them. But you know, I think the new content looks good or at least fun. Um, but also kind of underwhelming at the same time. 
Uh, like I said, we'll dive into it as we explain the new details. Uh, and then uh, I'm not going to wait, but yeah, like the Game Boy, the Pokemon trading card game came out for Game Boy Color, you know, the Game Boy emulator. Pokemon Stadium 2 finally got released for Nintendo Switch or Nintendo 64 online. And the issue I have with both of those is like, I hate that they were pushed back just for this stupid presentation when they could have been out months ago now. Like Pokemon Stadium 1 has been out for at least two or three months now. Uh, maybe almost four. So it's like, we already knew Pokemon Stadium 2 and this game were coming out. So that, that means they've literally just been holding on to them just for the sake of this presentation to make themselves feel better and also have extra runtime. Um, and I hate that because I think this would have been a great opportunity for them to be like, yeah, red, blue, yellow, gold, silver, and crystal are all coming out as a package. You can play them with Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2 and then maybe tease the GBA games. I don't know. I just... I don't think that's like too ridiculous to ask for obviously it is because it's not happening but in a logical sense like it's a good plan for them i totally understand them wanting to you know make money off of it i don't think there's anything wrong with that it's a great package with with some of the best content in gaming i i just don't understand what the holdback is uh if they implement the functionality of the online trading and battling that we have with pokemon stadium and now the trading card game i mean i could see myself dumping thousands of hours into it if i really wanted to you know um because you know for people listening who maybe just play the newer games it's not about just transferring pokemon it's about the stories the gameplay the mechanics when i think of the mechanics of the older games as opposed to what we have now like right now i'm playing emerald and i'm having the time of my life just with specific mechanics and abilities uh move sets um all of that like there's every game is built different so or i'm sorry every generation is built different so like to not have that is um a little disappointing but yeah that's my super long-winded answer on holy shit how i felt about that but let's uh let's dive into like what was announced so um the first thing that was announced or at least as far as this article goes so this may not be chronological order uh it definitely isn't actually i don't think uh but the first one that this article showcases is the Pokemon Path to Peak animation announced uh, with a Pokemon trading card game being as popular as ever and a McDonald's collaboration on the way as well. So that's coming back. Uh, an animated series based on the interactive, or I'm sorry, the real life collectible game is coming out. It's called Pokemon Path to the Peak. It's a short animated series about Ava, a young girl who joins her local Pokemon TCG club. The first episode will appear at the Pokemon World Championships on August 11th before its global release um i don't know i think we're you know we're huge tcg fans here i don't know how i feel about this it's kind of i think it's kind of weird but uh, as i already like you know bite my tongue it is kind of cool for kids growing up they're like oh damn there's a animated series to show how fun it could be to play cards and get these kids hooked on cardboard gambling that's exactly what that is <laughs> yeah 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 for sure yeah, uh, it's it's great because it, uh, it's like our own like dual masters or like Yu-Gi-Oh style uh, show, so yeah. that's kind of cool. But uh, but yeah, it's totally to get them into gambling for sure. <laughs> I can't fault it. Some kids might really enjoy this when it comes out, but it's just not for me. The animation looks like a Grubhub ad. <laughs> yeah, you know it's it's not for me, but I you know I do think of like our nephew Miles and how like 
you know, he does like some of the Pokemon cards. So it might like get him in, interested in like actually playing, which I do think like that's that could be like the legitimate benefit for kids is that it does make them interested in actually playing the game and not just collecting because I, I think the game is fun as hell. I think sitting down with a deck that you like and with friends is it's some of the best gameplay there is, you know, especially for like tabletop gameplay. So I think there's an opportunity here to, you know, have some good moment or uh, opportunities for some kids out there. But there's no doubt this is just another way to reel them into the <laughs> the cash grab that is their TCG right now. So go ahead, Brandon. Well, yeah, that's 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 not a good idea, but. Um, think about how we had the cards back in the day. We had no idea how to play them. Mm-hmm. So that's what now... I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's definitely going to teach them how to play it. And I think this is the interactive way to do it because the attention span of humans these days is like literally like three or four seconds now. It's so sad, but it's just yeah. the truth of it. And like, if you watch the trailer, you can see that like they're animating the attacks and stuff. So they're definitely making it interactive and kind of, um, showcasey essentially for the kids so yeah i do think it's cool but if part of me just can't think of or can't not think of like the corporate you know mindset behind it you know of course I but they're a business so i can't believe it took them this long to make a like tcg cartoon like well that's kind of what a sorry to cut you off but that's like a lot of what, what people are saying about like the trading card game coming back out for the game boy a mm. lot of people are like going back and playing it that literally haven't touched it since they were kids and they're like damn like this game's like really good it kind of has an open world experience where you can go to any uh, energy type club and you know uh, battle trainers you can collect packs you can make the decks the way you want now with this new system you can trade and battle online as i mentioned and a lot of people are like why haven't they just made a modern trading card game for like the switch and stuff but mm-hmm. i don't know man Th- this company makes some weird ass decisions yeah, they really do. I still remember getting the TCG game back in the day, and it had the promo Meowth in it. You guys remember that? Yeah, yeah. I never got it, but yeah, I, I definitely I had the card from trading and stuff. But yeah, or bowling, whichever one. Um, just kidding. It was trading. Uh, yeah, I've seen the card. Um, so anything else on that? Are we good? Yeah. So next up is uh, I guess I could just do this. Sorry, one second. Uh, da, 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 da. where is it? Oh, here it is. My bad, my bad. Uh, next up is this is actually easier for me too. Uh, next up is Pokemon Go adds the Paldea Pokemon, so they are coming out with several events. But the day and it'll be the debut of Diancie in the game and the arrival of Paldean Pokemon like Quaxley, Fuecoco, and Sprigatito. That's I wouldn't awesome. mind having Skeledurge in Pokemon Go. Big middle finger to Galar because they skipped Gen Eight. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah, they skipped it. I think they have the legendaries, and that's it. I don't remember their names in Pokemon Go, but they totally skipped like the starters and everything else. Now we're just going to Paldea. You know, one of the other things that has been talked about amongst the community lately is like how how frustrating it is that like mega evolution is so much of a focus in Pokemon go, but yet we still haven't like just got it back in the regular games too. And then of course I see like an animation of, you know, Eric's going to kill me, but uh, of mega Charizard X. And I'm like, damn dude, I miss all of the mega evolutions. Like that was such a badass mechanic that I would love to have come back. 
but I feel like if they brought it back, they'd fuck it up somehow. I don't know how. I mean, how can you fuck it up? It's just <laughs> forms. But I don't know how, but they'd find a way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, a tyrant right now. Sorry. That's it's fine. <laughs> uh, Brandon, how do you feel about this? I, like, are you still playing Pokemon Go casually? Like, do you open it every day to maybe catch a couple mods, see what's going on? Well, I finally got the uh what is it like the the activity on my phone to transfer to pokemon go so now i've been more inclined to check it out but i haven't checked it out in like two weeks so okay. not really relevant to me but since new paldea pokemon are coming out i mean i'll give it a shot to catch them to add to my account but i'm indifferent yeah like i i, I uh, got back on it myself just for the hell of it and there was a tyrant and i'm like oh they're about to reel me in right now. I was hunting that shiny so <laughs> hard. I was actually like, because Adventure Week's always one of the best events they have in Pokemon Go, and I was actually like playing it pretty heavily last week or whenever it was. I wanted that shiny Tyrant. I didn't get it, so that's cool. Damn, you suck, dude. I know. <laughs> uh, next up, it, yeah, get, get good. good. I mean, I could just like give you one from Pokemon Home, and then you can just feel special. Yeah, but um, it feels so much better when I have these easy odds in Pokemon Go, and then I transferred over. That's true. It's also always satisfying to find one, no matter what it is. It's always a good feeling when the, the stars come out and all that. Uh, next up is, you know, a couple more classic Pokemon games came to NSO uh, yesterday. So that is the Pokemon trading card game for Game Boy Color, which released 1998. And the critically acclaimed Pokemon Stadium 2, which also released for the Nintendo 64 in the uh year 2000 i want to say because that's when gold and silver came out um yeah have you guys checked these out yet i played both so i did i did check them out i have oh. not checked them out oh sorry brian go ahead no you're good you're good good <laughs> all right um i haven't checked them out but i probably intend to tonight it's been a long day and some pokemon stadium 2 with those mini games those are probably my favorite mini games so yeah, I'm looking forward to checking that out today. What about you, Brian? I was messing with both of them a little bit yesterday. Not for too long, but um, yeah, I was surprised reading the comments about these games getting announced. A lot of people were shocked, and I'm like, these were announced like months ago. So when this happened, I had like no reaction. I'm like, oh, cool. They're giving us what we already knew for like months. And then I kept hoping they would just say, also, after Pokemon Stadium 2, I was hoping they'd be like, also, mainline games are coming to the Switch, but that's never going to happen. I'll be dead before that happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, because like any, I can even like picture the box art, because you can do, in little squares, the three mm -hmm. of them on each side of each other. Like, it'd be perfect, man. Yeah, um, even, um, I was messing on Pokemon Stadium 2, and I pressed the, like, Game Boy Island, or whatever the fuck it's called, and I was like, hopefully one day, hopefully one day, I don't know what their thought processes behind not doing it, but it frustrates the shit out of me. I think it, I think it's to create um, like that buy-in, like that that extra level of hype. So instead of packaging all of this together, continuously announcing stuff, they are like really dragging it out to like make headlines and shit. Like there's got to be some marketing strategy behind it that's working. And oh. with Pokemon, I hate to say it, almost everything they do works. You know, so. Yeah. I, I am curious as to what that strategy is, but I can't deny and I agree with you. It's just so frustrating and um, 
I just think of like Nintendo in general, like you're going this far, you know, we talk about uh, Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD, like just bring them like, what are we doing? Mm. Uh, I watched gameplay of like Star Fox Zero the other day or after the last direct and we were recording just to think about as well, like another Wii U title that can just be pushed up to the switch and probably make a good amount of money with you know classic controls and i'm just like what the fuck is going on at that these companies you know like there's no way people wouldn't like pick up on it um excuse me with the right uh controls and stuff like it's what people want (laughs) um go ahead i heard a lot of people make the argument that they don't want to release the mainline games because they don't want to deteriorate from like they want their main focus this year to be that DLC. They want people to be focused on nothing other than that DLC. So people want like a Unova game remake, whatever. People want the mainline games, but they aren't going to do that. Their main thing this year is the DLC and nothing more. So I kind of agree with that. I can see that. I feel like it would be too much of a... If people had the mainline games, they'd get hooked on those and they'd be like, eh, I'm not even playing Scarlet and Violet right now. Why am I going to get the DLC? Yeah, I got to respectfully disagree with that. It's just you're the biggest IP in the world. Like people are going to play all of your shit. I mean, look at the I mean, I think a clear example is like look at the TCG. I mean, people like devour that shit. Like we this is the uh right now in the TCG is the most time or most sets ever released. Like constantly back to back. We just had Obsidian Flames releasing I'm sorry, we just have Obsidian Flames coming out. I cannot talk right now. August 11th. And then we have 151, which is a Kanto-based set, which is everyone's bread and butter for Pokemon, coming out in October or late September. And then after that, another really solid-looking set already. So it's like, I just, I don't know if I believe that, you know? And, like, we're talking about a game that's just having an expansion pass. So, like, you can buy that and come back to it whenever. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I don't think that would be true. I think that I they would be... I don't fully agree with it, but part of me thinks that could be in the realm of like possibility. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's something, you know, clearly they know something that we don't because they're not doing a ton of stuff that you would think would be like a no brainer, but here we are. Um, next up is a bunch of, excuse me, is a bunch of small news. Cause obviously they have a, they have a ton of games out there now and or apps and well, I mean, they're games. Um, so for our mobile games, we have Pokemon Masters EX is getting Nimona and Pomot as a partner uh, group or whatever, um, team up, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so that's coming out to Pokemon Masters EX. I thought the game was cool, but it's honestly just a gotcha game. Like it, It's just a damn money pit, which is a shame because I think when the game came out and like probably the year of its release... I actually thought it was a really good game. Like the co-op is really fun. So you can team up with other players around the world and um, complete events together. I thought the pairings, oh yeah, they're called pairs. The synced pairs were really fun to use because you can mix and match their stats and fine tune their moves and their move sets to what you want and have give them extra abilities and shit. Like the game's slightly in depth, but the problem is they got a little too greedy with it in my opinion. Um, so that is something if you if you haven't played the game, I'd give it a shot, but just keep your wallet out of it. Um, Mewtwo is joining uh, Pokemon Unite. So Mew and Mewtwo are in the game now. I think Pokemon Unite's like a, a really fun game, but I just can't commit to it. Uh, Tatsuguri is coming to Pokemon Cafe Remix. 
and Pokemon Sleep has a good sleep day full moon event. That's a mouthful in development because that's what I, we needed. And then Brian, what did they say that you thought was funny? About what? Huh? Pokemon Sleep. Oh, in the beginning when they opened up talking about Pokemon Sleep, the first thing they said is like, to the extent of I can't remember the specific dialogue, but it was something like, finally, you have a reason to wake up in the morning. And I just I almost had to pause because I was like laughing so hard. That's awesome. I love that so much. <laughs> so good. Um, I love uh, as... Go ahead. Master. E... Every time I see Masters EX, I always think Pokemon Master Sex. I was just thinking <laughs> that. <laughs> it's Pokemon Master Sex. Jesus. So if somebody like hashtags it, it just looks like Pokemon Master Sex. Yeah, that's. Oh, yeah. I guess so, huh? Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> and now I'm never going to unsee that. Thanks. Uh, or unhear that in my head when I say it. Um, next up is Detective Pikachu. Uh, the sequel is finally coming out. It's projected to come out October 6th. Um, the game is built on Unity, it looks like. I think, like, I don't know. I think the game looks ugly as fuck, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I think the Pokemon but, but the people look wonky. Yeah, I... I still want to play this game though. It it just looks like a, in my opinion. I mean, I hope I'm right because I mean, I am gonna play it. Maybe I don't know. October six. I don't. know. There's a lot of good games coming out for Xbox this year, so we'll see. But I do kind of hope the game is just kind of like witty and fun and like charming. You know, I like I hope like the writing for Pikachu is like really good. Um, I absolutely love what they did with the movie adaptation of this game franchise. So. I do kind of hope that they looked at that and then kind of try to implement it also in this game to have a, a good correlation. But uh, I don't know. I definitely want to give this game a shot. Uh, I'm not really impressed by it, but like I said, it just looks like something fun and different. Kind of like if you're trying to just wind down at the end of the night, maybe I'll play this for like 30 minutes. But uh, Brandon, how do you feel about Detective Pikachu? And then after he's done, Brian, you can share your thoughts. Honestly, uh, <laughs> big old indifferent. I love the movie. I never played the first Detective Pikachu, but I mean, this one looks cool. You can ride on Pokemon. I do agree, though. Like in this, like the the thumbnail for the video, like it's got Homeboy, and he looks like a mess. <laughs> I don't know. He just looks like a weird person. Like he sure not does. he's a weird person, but like they're you guys were saying like they're designed weird. Yeah, pretty much. What about you, Brian? Um, it looks extremely, for lack of a better term, mid. It looks kind of. <laughs> if it wasn't Pokemon, I wouldn't play it. But I'm gonna play it because it's Pokemon. It, yeah, I feel yeah. like that's a really good answer. You know? I, I didn't play the first one, and I saw some people in the comments saying, "If you're excited about this game, that means you haven't played the first one," and that shit made me laugh. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if this looks interesting to you, then looks like you didn't play the first one. The Pokemon oh, like really don't look bad, I think, honestly. And yeah, when he was writing the Growlithe, that was pretty cool. The voice I can't take seriously because I just hear Bojack Horseman. I said that last time, but I still cannot unhear it. Um, Will Arnett, he's does the voice on everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's the voice of Lego Batman, Bojack Horseman, now Detective Pikachu. Wait, no, wait, what? Hold on. What? Did I even say that right? I feel like I just said that wrong. No, what'd you say wrong? 
Because you said Will Arnett, right? Yeah, it's Will Arnett, not Will Forte. Will Forte is the guy from other stuff. It's Will Arnett. McGruber and shit. I know who Will yes, Forte yes, is. Yes, yes, yes. Wait, so Will Arnett is voicing Detective Pikachu. Yes, and when I saw the first trailer, I thought it okay. sounded like him, but like it was kind of off, and then I looked it up, and it was him. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't know if I was like going on that, and I'm like, wait, did I even say the right thing? Let me stop Surprised they didn't like, outright say that since he's like a pretty big celebrity they didn't use that yeah it's all i would say he's like a b plus celebrity i don't think he was a at all but you know yeah i'd say he's still a b celebrity though yeah let's be honest like he's not that funny he puts the b in imdb Ah! uh brandon are you gonna buy this at all or you don't give two fucks i'll give three of them (laughs) <laughs> god damn i can't wait it's for like the really day. good will you buy it or is it still just not your cup of tea i'm sorry yeah like that? if, if i play it, like it and i really like it sorry brian if i like really like it like do you think you'd give it a shot or yeah i think i'll i think i'll wait on your guys's reviews because it does look like like you said like a, a fun game to unwind with at the end of the day um but yeah i'll see what you guys say about it and if anybody buys it physical, I could uh, maybe borrow it. But other than that, I'll give three fucks. You can borrow mine for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, he thanks, doesn't Brian. give three fucks, but he put up like five or six fingers. So he doesn't give six fucks. So there's <laughs> two hands giving up three fingers. So that's three times three is nine. And it's, it's a lot of fucks that aren't given. Damn. 9-11, dude. Uh, <laughs> next up is uh, Pokemon Horizons. It's the new anime that's going to be taking up after... Ash Ketchum, and uh, apparently it still doesn't have a release date, so I don't know why the fuck they bothered. Because I think it's like already a season down in Japan, so like, what's the holdup? Uh, I do think I want to give the anime a chance because I. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, this is like something I was talking to Eric about. Like, I I would love to watch a Pokemon anime, but I just I know it's like for you know it's it's a franchise for everyone. I do wish they kind of had like a slightly mature tone to it. You know, we are talking about monsters battling and shit. I don't know. I just kind of wish there's something that can keep me glued in. What was that uh, YouTube shorts they put out years ago? Was it called Pokemon Generations? Was that what it was called? And yeah, that one was good. Like, that was the best thing anime ever they released, I think, personally. I, I love those so much, and I hated how short they were, and I wanted more exactly I, like that. I, I think finally watched Origins. those the other day. Wait, was it called Origins? Was that what it's no, called? No, Pokemon Origins is about Origin. Fire Red and Leaf Green, and then that's what I was talking it was about. for it was for the Mega Evolutions. So that's when Red gets Mega Charizard X to defeat Mewtwo, and he so completes good. the Pokedex. Yeah, I think Origins is like peak Pokemon anime. Like I, I not because of the context. I just think it's like really, really good. Like I love the characters. Um, honestly, when they got to Lavender Town, it was like dark as fuck. So like yeah. I. I mean, but it wasn't like so dark that you couldn't have your kids watch it, you know, yeah. like that's what I'm talking about. Like if they could just follow that format into like anything new they do, I, w- I would love to watch it. I hate that I don't watch it. Like I think I think the world of Pokemon's legit. Like I'd love to see more of the lore and shit because mm-hmm. yeah. as we all know, it gets pretty dark and pretty crazy. Yes, yeah. so. they didn't have to make Lorelei that busty, but God bless them. Oh, <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> God bless him. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Have you guys seen that, by the way, how people are saying it now that it's G-Y-A-A-T-T-T and like all that, like got, like they're no. not even saying God now. Yeah. I love damn. it. 
Yeah, I'm all for it. It's the best. Uh, <laughs> next up is another anime that I actually don't mind trekking out. Uh, it's the Pokemon Paldea Wins web series. It's uh, a new series of animated shorts, and it's set in the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet region and stars a young girl aiming to attend a Pokemon trainer school. Uh, it's about four episodes, but I think the animation actually looks really good. So I'd like to check it out and see what that looks like because I thought the Sword and Shield uh, web series was actually okay. I forgot that was called, but um, it's like doing all the stories of the gym leaders and stuff. And then what I think might be the most boring fucking thing about this, believe it or not, it might be a hot take for some out there, but the fact that like they wasted time teasing and then talking about Mew and Mewtwo coming to Scarlet and Violet is like the biggest who gives a fuck I've ever seen. And if you didn't know, you can just transfer them now anyways from all of the plethora of games that just give them to you. So, so, already had, I've already had my shiny Mewtwo with the little Game Boy symbol on it in Scarlet for like a month or two. Wait, what? I transferred over my shiny game? Mewtwo to Scarlet like months ago and it has a little symbol because it was transferred from the 3DS games. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like you've been able to transfer them and don't get me wrong. They look pretty good. I would say their models look pretty good in Scarlet and Violet, but I think like wasting time with like this terror raid shit is stupid. What about you, Brandon? What do you think? Did you even know this was happening? <laughs> yeah, I knew it was happening, but I just didn't really care for it. Cause I don't play Scarlet and Violet. So yeah, yeah I would like say, Go ahead. It's like you guys said, like you, you guys have had access to Mew and Mewtwo this whole entire time. So it's cool for people who don't have it. You know, they want yeah. the opportunity to do that. Like, cause I don't, I don't remember my Pokemon home login. So my Pokemon are gone. Oh, wow. But yeah. so like, this would be a really good opportunity for me to get a Mew or Mewtwo and Scarlet, but I just simply don't care. I thought it was really cool well, visually. It looked really cool. I knew exactly what it was going to be. They're adding them to raids, but I thought maybe. One well, of them might get you. some sort of form or something. So I was uh, like, somebody going to get a form? And then it didn't happen. Nobody got a form. And they just well, I think a- uh, I think Mew has like a mightiest mark, but you can get Mew for free. Like they just give it to you. Did you, you just get a mystery? Yet? No, I have like 30 of them. I, I got a shit. psychic terror type. Fantastic. Uh, I mean, if I remember, I'll go. Like I think I wanted to get on there and to get the dark terror type Charizard in celebration of the TCG. Because you can do that. You literally type in, I think, Terra 0006 for his Pokedex entry, and it gives you a free Charizard. Um, I think it'd be cool. I don't know. Like, I like gift Pokemon, don't get me wrong, but I also literally don't battle anymore. I don't play these games with people. So I, I'm like so on the verge of being where Brandon's at, where I kind of just don't give a fuck about like these new games. I mean, that's going to change in about two minutes when I talk about the expansions and how I think they're interesting, but I kind of just stepped <laughs> on my own dick there. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about it. Uh, that's where we're at. Here we are. So Pokemon Scarlet and Violet's first expansion is actually going to arrive on September 13th. I cannot deny I am excited to explore a new area. I, you know what? Hopefully it's like Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra where it's like really fun for like the first few hours and then you fuck off and do something else with your life. 
Um, I do like the idea of these new, uh, whatchamacallit them, uh, legendaries and stuff. And like, I know we're gonna have a, like a story behind them. Um, we'll dive into that new stuff in a bit. Oh, that's pretty much all it shows. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They're going to expand the Pokedex just like they did with the Isle of Armor and, um, Crown Tundra. So there's going to be a lot of returning Pokemon. Um, I don't know what, like, what do you guys think of like the first or like, we could just talk about it as a package. What do you guys think of like the expansion so far? Is any of it interesting enough to you to maybe give it a shot? I know we got new forms. We got a brand new evolution for Duraludon. We got the new Paradox Pokemon. We got the new legendaries. Uh, in the Blueberry Academy, we have that area you can explore that reminds me of like the Monster Hunter world shit, Brandon, where all of the biomes are just in one location. You can just fly between them without loading. That's sick. Uh, I know. I mean, how you guys feeling? I know, I know, if my boy Flygon's coming back, so I am pretty excited for that. <laughs> well, it's not really doing it for me. I really kind of was hyped with the Sword and Shield DLC. Like those trailers were pretty hype, but every time there's been a trailer commercial for these, it's just it's not doing it for me. Something just feels like bland about it. And I, don't, I can't tell you what it is. I don't like that area where it's like a biome with like different corners. I think that's just kind of not exciting to me um i guess it's cool that we're gonna have more pokemon in the game that's always cool i hope cubone makes the cut but um overall i i'm not that excited about it on any level but i'll be playing it day one it comes up <laughs> <laughs> i do like the the vibe of the new expansion like those outfits yeah. were really sick yeah i think well, I think like just, I, I mean, I don't know. There might be a good story element to it. Um, you know, I thought Isle of Armor, which is very minimal in terms of content. I thought it was still fun and something you can appreciate. Yeah, both of the uh, Sword and Shield DLCs were pretty damn good. I had a good time with both of them. Yeah, I guess my thing is, is like, it kind of just sucks when stuff ends, I guess. So like... I just felt like once you got the Reggies on Crown Tundra, it's like, all right, well, yeah, you're right. You did everything. And I, I guess I'm just not a fan of that. So like, you know, cause these games are supposed to be RPGs, right? So when I think of like RPGs, I think of some of my favorite ones that exist. Like there's something you can go back and do, whether it's quests, whether it's locations, there's definitely going to be something that you missed a hundred percent. And I just feel like, we don't get anything close to that at all with Pokemon. And it's whack. Uh but uh let's talk about the forms. You know, how we how are we feeling about the forms of the new Pokemon? Me personally, I love them. Cabalion so, looks really sick, and the oh, let's talk about let's talk about when you're hold on, I'm sorry. Give me one second. We got what's the first Diplin. one on the list let's yeah let's let's all let's go through them all together do you have a better list uh, no I, th I think you had the best one i'm sorry yeah so much bullshit on these websites anyways um yeah so we got uh 
We'll start off with our red candy apple Pokemon, Diplin. Uh, as I mentioned before to these guys for the podcast, its ability lowers the evasiveness of all of its other Pokemon or the opposing Pokemon. So for like if you're in double battles, which is something I love to do, this could be a great support Pokemon because its unique move also lowers the speed of the Pokemon it attacks for five turns. You know, so it gradually continues to lower the speed of Pokemon. Um, I think this is going to be a great support Pokemon. And I would like to see if it gets new like evolutions or a brand new evolution. So maybe like I know it's minimal, but maybe like Dusk, Lycan, Rock, you know, uh, Dawn and um, whatever the other one is. Um, so maybe we get a new evolution for this. That's not Flapple and Appleton, but something new. Uh, but a really like cute, funny thing I saw is people were saying like, yeah, they hope the shiny version of this is just a caramel apple. And oh. I think that'd be fucking badass. Uh, but also in the video, you kind of see it stick its head out. I don't know why. I just don't go to fucking Pokemon. Pokemon cocaine. What was that? I typed in P cocaine and just got some cocaine. I don't know what the fuck that was. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I think uh, I don't know. I think it looks cool. I think it's like uh, I don't know about you guys, but I wasn't really expecting like a new like fucking Applin form of all things, you know. I love uh, the Applin line. I love the Applin line, and I know it's gonna re- have to replace my grass type I have on my team right now. I have a Bramble Gas that I nicknamed Betty. So see you, Betty. Yeah. Goodbye, Betty. Uh, know why I named it Betty? Uh, please do tell. Ooh, Black Betty, Bramble Gast. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, hey, I just thought about that. This uh, new form of Applin's in the first DLC, so I can literally get this in a month. Hell right. yeah. Damn, I'm not going to lie. That kind of made me excited because I remember one of the big things too for like Isle of Armor was like seeing the Galarian forms that they kept continued to add. So I can't deny I'm, I'm kind of excited for that. I mean, I think this little town looks cool. And there might be some cool exploration because this is definitely not. I mean, the graphics suck ass. What's but up with uh, those this Pokemon are they like starters or what? Uh, they're just hero legendaries, like they're just mm. protectors or something like that. That's what the trailer says. Uh, I love uh, how the trailer shows Diplin getting fucking annihilated by eye shards, <laughs> right? Four times oh, yeah. weakness. Bitch. Oh, yeah. And this thing, this main legendary is kind of cool because its mask is the terror type. But yeah, I guess these are like legendary, like protector, like their hero Pokemon. I don't fucking know. It's going to be their folklore and involve this little guy somehow. And then we got the Blueberry Academy that's in the ocean of all places. Um, I am excited to see shiny Metagross. Because the the steel types in this game are like actually shiny, uh, like their actual uh, armor or their metal. Like I don't know if you guys have seen those in person, like the shiny Magnemite. Scizor. Like it, Magnemite looks so damn good in these games. I will say that. And Scizor. Yeah, they look really good. So like this area looks amazing. I'd love to explore this. Uh, yeah, there, yeah, there's Scarmory yeah. right there, looking incredible. Um, but yeah, there's gonna be new trials where you can fly. Looks like there's like these little mini games. Um, yeah, all the fossil Pokemon are coming back. Um, I don't know. Like, I think that there could be potential here. 
uh but i was like reading some of the details so like you'll be able to call people in for this battle these battle areas and i was like damn i wish they would just kind of commit to bringing back the pokemon world tournament i think that oh, pokemon yeah. looks disgusting but it could be good so I didn't really need an evolution at all wasn't he pretty strong uh i mean it's got pretty decent stats so that's why a lot of people are curious if the evolution is going to be that much stronger um, it could be like it's... a scyther situation where when it evolves into scissor scissor it's um stats don't change that much yeah i mean i don't know it's it's really cool to see all these returning pokemon all the new pokemon i think the i think the legendaries have been kind of good this game too this generation i do like the legendaries oh so this is actually what got me excited about the trailer so i'm glad i'm actually playing this they go back to the crater right so i'm really curious if they're gonna like wrap this up in the um that zone maybe with a bunch of new paradox pokemon maybe like a, a continuing the story with that because i i was really intrigued by this that experience um Oh, so the Mew can be any Terra type. Is that what it was? Yeah, it's random. Oh, okay. So yeah, uh, you can go to the mystery gift section in your game, and you can just type in my very own Mew, and you can get one. I'll probably do it. Why not? I thought I it was get it. your Mew. Get your Mew. Yeah, that too. Uh, I don't know. I like Mew, so that's cool. But um, I don't know, man. I thought that that was a pretty good trailer. I don't know. It definitely has me excited to just go catch Pokemon and maybe use some of the new ones. I will probably, you know. Cause I don't know about you guys, but for like Isle of Armor and stuff or Crown Tundra, like I made, I just used like a brand new team. I did too. Or I did specifically use certain Pokemon. So like this Applin is a hundred percent probably going to be like the new partner Pokemon for me in this area with my Skeledurge. So I don't know. I don't that that trailer kind of did it for me. Uh, what about you, Brandon? I think the trailer was trailer was really well shot. And had a lot of really cool angles and scenes because you like that Lapras and Sandshrew and then that Skarmory right there. Like it's a beautiful looking trailer. Um, still probably not gonna buy the DLC though. Because <laughs> I haven't even beat Scarlet and Violet. You're despicable. How far did I you mean, get? I think we talked about it a long time ago, but I already forgot. I think I'm on like the sixth or seventh gym, and I need to clear two more outposts for team star mm. to the name i think the area zero starlin and violet was really good and actually that was like my best that like reminded me of the old games for some reason just area zero was so much fun and really cool having the people that you played throughout the story with like follow you and go down there i just yeah more like that that's what i want yeah i i thought Dude, I mean, I, I remember telling Eric, I remember talking to you about it because I experienced it first because I just couldn't stop playing the game. But yeah, I think, um, and that's why I think it sucks too that like Brandon just hasn't been able to enjoy his experience because I think Area Zero is like, pro I mean, yeah, fuck it. I think it's like the best gameplay experience we've gotten in terms of a mainline game since Black Gen and White 5? 2. For me, since Gen 5. Yeah. I think uh, Legends Arceus is just on its own level. You know, I wouldn't even compare it to the. Yeah, I'm not going to count that because that's the most fun I've had with a Pokemon game in a long time. But I'm not going to count that because that's kind of yeah. iffy territory. It is a mainline game, but but not really. Spinoff aspects to it to me personally. I think it's, it's the... more of a spinoff. It's it's a spinoff for sure. It's not a mainline game. 
I think they called I'm, it straight up a mainline game. Like they like, but what do they fucking know? <laughs> as I say, fuck them. They don't know better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they don't know shit about their franchise. Yeah, I'm over here hyped as fuck for this game too. Um, but yeah, so I just think if we can get like more area zero stuff, Brian, then yeah, you know. Um, I don't know what it was I, about God, that, but I love the so music. Much. It was it's yeah, the music. the music, dude. Oh my god! I remember when I first like because you told me it was really fun, but when I first like got into Area Zero, I think I fucking called you and I was like so hyped. <laughs> yeah, I, it's too bad I I could probably play this and you guys can't even hear it. Um, yeah, it's it's good, man. Yeah, I don't know if you guys would hear this if I play it. Find out. Uh. I don't know. I can't hear it. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of being weird. Anyways. Yeah, Brandon. I, you know, I'll give you... Tw- Brandon. Oh, my God. Okay. I got it. I fucking got it. Are you ready for this? Yeah. If you complete the main experience in Area Zero... Scarlet and Violet, I will just buy the expansion for you. I'll go in on that. Okay. I was even thinking about restarting the game and playing with with Coco. Wait, who'd you choose? Sprigatito. Sprigatito. We all did three different ones. I think that was on purpose. I don't know. I think that was on purpose, yeah. Oh, then I kind of don't want to restart. Can you trade me I'll your play Coco for my team? <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll help you make the right decision. I love Miascarada, but dude, Fue Coco's line is just. I the love shit. Quaxley, but I do not like its final stage. I don't even know its name, but I yeah. Uh, Quack of all the fucking Pokemon that won't stop dancing. I got rid of it as soon as it evolved once. I don't know what my water type is on my team. I know that crab stuck on my team the entire time. What's his name? Do you know? Cloth. Cloth has been. A, he's been a tank. I love Cloth. Yeah, no cloth is uh I like dude the shiny version of cloth is legit blue. It's not yeah it's just blue, but it's yeah. a nice blue. Yeah, so I think that was the thing too that like pissed me off with this generation because I I you know I like shiny hunting and like dude so many of the new Pokemon have the worst shinies ever. I have I found any shinies in this. I don't think I found any shinies. It shows no like lie to you. I, correct. Got it. I kind of miss this game. Yeah. So like that was like the most frustrating thing for me as a quality of life thing that like, why would you take that away from Legends Arceus? Is so when there's a shiny in the overworld, there is nothing to let you know unless you know what the shiny looks like. And I think that's just so frustrating because half of the excitement for Legends Arceus when you're shiny hunting is like it makes a noise. Like there's a there's a jingle to it and it's like, oh, shit, where is it? I thought so. Like you could see him in the overworld. You can see the shiny. You just can't hear the sound. I thought. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is that okay, you can't, okay, okay. Yeah, so like, unless you know what the shiny looks like, and and since so many of the new shinies don't look that different than their counterpart, you know, it's kind of stupid. Like, I remember I was hunting for a shiny Espeon, which I still have and still use. Um, it was literally in the wall, so I had to throw my... Like, I had to do, like, a camera glitch to be able to catch it. It was horrifying. Um, you have glitches? One of the new items... That is coming with the expansion just for you two and, and especially you, Brandon, uh, since Brian doesn't really care about battling, is there's a new mini game where you can collect berries and one of the berries completely resets all your Pokemon's base stats. So if you want to redo their EVs, you can do that. 
Like it's nothing. Oh, yet. that's awesome. Yeah. So like EV training your Pokemon and and using the bottle caps for the IVs has never been easier. Like you can you can f- format your Pokemon however you want. Uh, this is quite literally like the beginning of Area Zero, by the way. The music when you get here is crazy. All of your friends are like running with you. Like, bro, I'm just going to stop right there. You need to play it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. This God is damn my... it. Yeah, I'll play it. <laughs> I mean, I will like, I'll fucking trade you that Fue Coco right now, dude. I got my Switch right here. Like, uh, I don't think I do have my Switch, but um, you guys want to do that after the podcast? Yeah. Um, yeah, because we're ready to we're ready to wrap this up in yeah. my opinion. Um we're we're running good on time. So that was the Pokemon Presents. I think Scarlet and Violet expansion does look fun. I think it's gonna be a fun time if you're interested in playing with some of your old favorites, but also some new Pokemon, some new forms. I think the you know, I think f- to wrap this up, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. To wrap this up, we will um show the paradox forms so we do have new paradox forms uh continuing in in its fashion for suicune and verizian so now we have raging bolt which is a brontosaurus prehistoric badass looking raikou i mean what do you guys think of this i wouldn't say badass it's goofy but i wasn't like like we said before the podcast i wasn't surprised by this so once i saw the goofy sweet or wake walking wake whatever it's called and then i yeah. saw this it was like no shock and i was like okay it looks goofy as shit but like as expected <laughs> yeah also real quick random before i forget i actually do have pokemon violet and i didn't finish it so i am down to like play that with you as well or whatever like i'll play the fucking games if you want me to yeah dude that sounds sick <sighs> I mean, um, you, you don't have to, but I mean, if you want to do that, be cool. Nah, I'm, I'm still too. I'll definitely get you that play right now. Uh, dude, I refuse to finish that game. I am so close to the end and I just don't want to. I don't want to try to take my time with it. I didn't want to like rush through it. I'm on the second to last temple. I'm at the end of the spirit temple right now, and I've already triggered the cutscene for Ganondorf. I know where it's at. So I just kind of. It's the one after the thunder or whatever, lightning temple, whatever it's called. Okay. So, well, I'm I mean, it's whatever path you choose essentially there's no like right or wrong path um so yeah that's raging bolts and then to wrap this up we got iron crown which is actually just a nice subtle name i actually think this caboleon looks really cool um you know in terms of like the iron pokemon the futuristic pokemon uh i feel like they did a good job here with this one what do you guys think it looks cool, but I feel like all the future types are pretty uninspired. They're literally just that Pokemon about a robot, but they look good. It looks good. It looks really cool, but it looks polished. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's literally it. just all the future forms are just robots, and that's yeah. cool. That's okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's the fucking podcast. That's where we're at. Uh, I think there is stuff to look forward to if you're a casual Pokemon fan at this point. However, I think if you're a hardcore Pokemon fan, unless you're into battling in TCG uh, or the nostalgia of Pokemon Stadium 2 and the trading card game, I just think there's some left to be desired here. But uh, I'm still kind of excited to see where they go. Like As, as frustrating as it is to be a lifelong fan in, in some aspects, in other aspects, I think it's really exciting to see where they go. 
Um, obviously, this franchise has such a diverse and wide range in terms of age of a fan base. So they have the OGs like us and then all these new kids who are getting into the franchise. So um, it is kind of exciting to see how they're going to juggle that and continue to and continue to learn and hopefully develop. I think I think the biggest thing I could ask if they were to ever ask me, which they never will, is just maybe not focus on the app so much and like maybe focus more on the multimedia stuff like movies and animation and animated shows and the games themselves. I, I just think we could benefit a lot from spinoffs. But um, that's it. That's all I got. Brandon, do you have anything you want to say before we wrap this up? No, I think what you said right there for more spinoffs is great. Can't wait for Legends Curium, Arceus, or Suicune. Those would be nice. Or Mew, or Mew, or Me Too, yeah. Oh, can't forget the Gen 1, yeah. Yeah. Or Legends Jirachi. Dude, give me a prehistoric, or uh, I'm sorry, an ancient Hoenn game. Legends Badoof. Fuck. Uh Brian, do you have anything else you want to say? Besides Legends Bidoof? Pokemon Company, be better. Give us the old games. For the love of God, I can't take it any longer. Yes, I can emulate them any day. I can emulate them on a toaster at this point, but I want them on the convenience of my Switch and I want to be able to play with my friends since back in the day. Usually I played by myself and didn't trade with a lot of people. So be yeah. better. Yeah, I would love that too. I, I do love the idea of our Switch just being the official all-in-one console, not having to go through a third-party system. So yeah, uh, just thank you guys so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this, let me know. If you disagree with our opinions on the Pokemon content, let me know. I'd love to hear what you think. Uh, but yeah, that's it for us. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Have a beautiful time. Bye-bye. Oh, he said it. He fucking said it. <laughs>